This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.08. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn Chamela and Sharad. First up, the gamification of misinformation or more specifically of identifying misinformation. So yesterday, the Malaysia Information Literacy Education introduced a browser game that is meant to help young first-time voters uh, basically recognise misleading information, uh, extensive politicking, propaganda. And of course, this is happening because it's the lead-up to GE15 and uh, there is basically a lot of this sort of disinformation or uh, I suppose information that's not necessarily helpful um, lying around and I love this idea. I love this idea of gamifying something to, um, to I think, resolve an issue that is quite complicated and most people have trouble identifying. You're right. And gamification, of course, is an attractive way of educating people. Uh, I just recently, uh, you know, uh, forwarded a lot of information, some fake news myself. Uh, <laughs> That's not what I thought you were going to say. Utter shame, utter shame. Okay, so uh, the co-founder of this initiative, uh, Darshni Kandasamy, mentioned that the game uh, will address electoral disinformation as well as di- political and divisive propaganda. I think what's most interesting about this is that it's dealing with something that we talk a, a lot about on the station as being in some ways difficult to, not difficult to identify. I think it's more accurate to say it's slippery to identify because it's not as if there is one blanket way in which something is classified as misinformation or disinformation. And depending on what you're talking about, depending on your ideological stance, the ideological stance of the person putting out the disinformation, uh, all of that makes it, I think, quite tricky on a topic-by-topic, day-by-day, increasingly noisy information landscape to say, oh, this is disinformation. So maybe um, empowering people with tools rather than being out there firefighting, you know, in the way that, for example, uh, the Twitter fact check or the various platforms verification mechanisms go, is the better way, right? In other words, empowering users rather than relying on platforms to do that work. Can I just say, I love the name of the game. It's called Ayu Yang Bija, um, and it is funded by the Google News Initiative. And it is, in fact, an expansion of Miles' a previous game, which was called Choices I Make. And it does seem to be an expanding effort towards um, clearing up this uh, minefield of misinformation because there are already plans for them to continue using this in certain forms after GE15 to address other forms of political misinformation. And because uh, I think that in some sense, you need both, right? You need the, the platform platforms to do their own checks because they can put professionals who are on it 24-7 in the way that individuals uh, can't but then and then empower individuals to also uh, be responsible for their own use and in in, in my case yesterday my own abuse of of fake news (laughs) or not abuse my own dissemination happy dissemination of fake news yeah We want to hear from you. Do you think that games are a good way to relay information or to learn things? And it's kind of, I'm very pleased to be able to say this because we are gamifying the sending in of voice notes. (laughs) It seems like a good time to say it because um, all this week we are giving away 
three limited edition GE15 car stickers to our favourite voice notes of the day. So while we're talking about gamification, we're gamifying the process as well. Uh, do you think games are a good way to relay information or learn things? That number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. Send that voice note to win that limited edition car sticker to zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. It is the same number to send a WhatsApp. You can also tweet us at BFM Radio. After this, we're going to be joined by Darshni Kandasamy, co-founder of Miles. So keep it here on the evening edition, BFM 89.9. Break from monotony, BFM 89.9. It is 5.13 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn, Sharmila and Sharad. Today we are starting off by talking about Are You Young Bijak, uh, which is a game that is aiming to address electoral dis and misinformation as well as political and divisive propaganda. Uh, We'd like to hear from you. Do you think that games are a good way to relay information or to learn things? Uh, You can call us, 7733-2900. Since we are gamifying the process of sending voice notes as well. Uh, We are giving away three limited edition GE15 car stickers to our three favourite voice notes of the day. If you want to send one through, that number is 018-789-8899. Also the same number to send a WhatsApp. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Joining us now to discuss this is Darshni Kandasamy, who is the co-founder of MILE, or the Malaysia Information Literacy Education. Uh, Darshni, thanks for speaking with us today. Yes, thanks for having me today. So let's start at the beginning. Um, how did the idea for the game come to life? Uh, we've actually been thinking of doing this game for some time. So actually, Mal created a first game in 2021 called Choices I Make, and that was aimed at helping Malaysians navigate the COVID infodemic by helping them equip them with media literacy skills and information literacy skills. So when the talk became all about elections and we became aware that there was really very little awareness um, in terms of, we're still far behind, I would say, in terms of information literacy skills and how we um, analyze and how we adapt to new information. And with all the noise that was coming in with the election, we thought, why don't we adapt the game to suit the election? So the game, of course, is aimed to help first-time voters ahead of the elections. Could you give us a run-through about what exactly this would involve? What aspect of the election process will it focus on? So the game is, um, the character, the first storyline that we developed is aimed at first-time voters. And that's also because of Undi 18 and the millions of new voters that have been added to the role. But I do want to emphasize that anyone, even if you're not a first-time voter, would really benefit from this game. So the thought process behind this was basically, um, if you're voting for the first time or if you're new to the process, it can be a very overwhelming space. There's political propaganda. And as we know, racial and divisive politics becomes even more extreme at this time. And with the added um, fuel of social media, it's really just a lot of noise. So we thought, let's run through the process. And we created a storyline scenario, you know, we thought would help uh, voters be familiar with the situation. And we give them a lot of different situations that it would have to face, you know, if you're For example, the character is, you know, having a choice between a very popular candidate who is very popular on TikTok with a longtime politician, but who is a bit old fashioned. Right. And we try to introduce the different kind of uh, biases, the different kind of misinformations and the kind of pressure that one would face uh, in trying to make that first vote. So, yeah, just to follow on on that, I mean, what were the discussions like uh, in the process of developing the game? Where where did it get tricky? Where was there some sort of contention? How did Mal determine the best way to educate young voters? 
Um, so we actually ran through various scenarios. So if you notice when you play the game, we do mention that we're actually going to expand the game with various scenarios. It's just that because of the sudden dissolution, you know, because the government is going back and forth, we're going to have elections this year, next year, this year, next year. And suddenly it was this year. We did not have time to, and we didn't want to rush through with three different storylines and three different characters. So we decided the most urgent was to target young first-time voters. And that's why we picked this storyline. But really, the so the discussion was really which storyline was more important or which we felt um, if we had to push out something before the elections, which was a bit more crucial. And we thought this would really impact everyone. And I'm curious about the use of the word storyline, right? Because the thing about games and part of what makes them appealing is this idea of being able to follow a storyline or uh, being able to to see through a quest or a challenge of some sort. And um, I, I suppose in contrasting the need to make a, a game that would be engaging versus the issues that you wanted to put across, um, what were those discussions like? So the idea behind the game was you're absolutely right. We chose this sort of like adventure storyline kind of game because it really harks back to the adventure books of the 90s. Um, we wanted to make it fun. We wanted to make it, you know, immersive um, because we didn't, we wanted something that people would be engaged and not be like, eh, boring. They're trying to lecture me, put it aside. Um, so that was really the main the main decision behind this. So just to recap, if you're not familiar with the game, it's basically an adventure game you pick a character and you're presented with this scenario in this case the character has to choose between a very popular online person who's wanting to become a lawmaker and a very seasoned politician and you know presented with various scenarios to that aspect and you just go through the whole storyline as well so were there any uh, obstacles or challenges during the development process that you had to go through while developing this game I would say the main thing was the time crunch. Uh, we didn't want to, I mean, there were so many, um, one of the new things that we added to this game, which was not in the previous game, was we wanted to include other factors other than just, you know, throwing in the elements of cyber troopers and fake news. We wanted to also include other factors that could color and influence your decision, which would have long-term impact down the line. And that was to address the fact that we all have personal biases when we come to making decisions and not Everyone has them, but not everyone acknowledges or aware. So we wanted, so the tough decision was what um, bias or what cognitive bias were we going to pick that would be most relevant in this election season. There's so many, but in this storyline or what we think would be probably the bigger or more uh, frequent ones, I guess. Can you, Adarshini, help us uh, visualize what the game looks like to the user? I mean, what is the experience? How do they navigate it? Do they get to choose their own character? Do I get to come into it, you know, as an old a boomer? Sure. Um, without uh, any spoilers, <laughs> I guess. Um, currently, there's only one storyline, um, but hopefully by next year, because we are going to have more elections coming, uh, we will add on more so you will pick between a few but currently when you come in you'll pick one uh, storyline one character her name is Aisha and she's a first time voter and you're presented with the scenario that it's your first time voting you're really excited you want to exercise your right but you know you this is the first time you're going through the process you don't know who to vote for and you're presented with these two candidates that I've described before and you're really leaning towards one and as you pick, you're given different scenarios and each time you're presented with various challenges or, or you know, someone gives you a different perspective you might have thought not have thought of before or you're having pressure from other people because you always think along the same way. So how do you pick and where you go from there? So we don't tell, we don't advocate for any politician. This is purely fictional, but we try and recreate scenarios that we see happening in real life. Uh, 
are the kind of uh, politics and propaganda and stuff that we see in real life, but we don't propagate anyone. The aim of this game is, as you go along, we hope that you'll start learning like, oh, you know, this is how I can fact check something. Oh, this is something I didn't think of before. So next time when I hear something, maybe I can look at it this way or I wasn't aware of this. So what are you hoping for users to be able to take away at the end of the game? Um, We really hope that at the end of the, the day, you know, voting is a very personal choice. And we hope that you come off this realizing that, you know, sometimes the decision you make isn't always because it's what you want or what is right for you. And, you know, there's a lot of factors that can influence your choice. And that's why having, you know, literacy, information literacy skills or digital literacy skills, um, they're big terms, but basically it's just fancy way of saying being able to analyze the information given to you try and, you know, push aside whatever influence and decide what's right for you. That's the most crucial going into this election. So what's the response been to the game so far? Have people come to you and said, hey, you helped me understand misinformation better? Um, people have been having fun. We haven't had time to to go through a lot of feedback, but so far people have been having fun with the game. And that's really what we want because the more fun you have, the more engaged you're going to be and the more likely you are to share. And we really want people to share this and spread the word. Um, so that more people can can play. But really, because of the time crunch, we haven't been able to, you know, really ask for, for feedback. So we hope if anyone does have feedback, please send it along because, you know, like we say, we're expanding the game and we really want to help, really. So, Darcy, can you tell us about the expansion and what are the new features and upgrades you expect in the near future? Well, basically, we just want to create more characters. We want to create more uh, scenarios. We'll be studying more storylines. Like Will we you say, have we a have- boomer? Oh, we, I can't reveal that yet. But that please, please have a boomer. But we always try and cover every age group. We always try and cover every, you know, race or community. The last game, we had a retiree, we had a college student, we had a creator of fake news. So we really hope to go along that lines as well. So we'll definitely take into consideration a boomer in some form. Thank you. Make sure I'm happy. Everyone will be no problem, Sharon. So uh, what message would you like to leave for uh, first-time voters who are listening? Um, yeah, I think just what I said before, um, your vote is really that it's your vote. Um, and I can understand there's a lot of frustration. There'll be a lot of people, seasoned voters, who are probably going to pile on their frustrations with what's been going on with the last over the last two years with the Sheraton move and the pandemic and all of that. But really, you know, you do need to take some time to analyze what is it that you want out of these elections and your candidate and your government. And from I think that would be the starting point. And from there, you know, see what you want to take in. And end of the day, this is your decision. If you're, you know, this will have an impact on you and your community. So, you know, don't don't be too scared with it, but really just have a good think. Dashni, thank you so much for speaking with us today. Oh, thanks for having us on. That was Dashni Kandasamy, co-founder of Mile or um, Malaysia Information Literacy Education. And they are behind the Are You Young Bijak game, which is what we've been discussing today. If you're interested to check it out, you can go to choicesimake.com slash youngbijak. It comes in three languages, English, Malay and Chinese. You can choose the language at the top right-hand corner of the site. And in the meantime, we've been asking you, 
are games a good way to relay information or learn things? Um, have you learned stuff from games? If you'd like to call us, that number is double seven double three two nine hundred. If you'd like to send a voice note, it is zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. You can also drop us a WhatsApp there and tweet us at BFM Radio. Uh, we do have some messages. Let's start with this from Wendy, who says, depending on the age group and maturity, I like using games and gamification myself, and I know I learn quite a bit either consciously or subconsciously. However, for some gamers, the game thrills them and they're chasing the instant gratification more than the information it provides. That's fascinating. I come from a generation where we didn't talk about gamifying education. Um, Education might, or something that was, um, you know, educational, didn't necessarily identify itself as trying to achieve what happens in games, right? Games are, it's learning, but it's by play. And I think that is something that's really crucial. It's a, it, maybe it's a, an understanding of, the, uh, of the, the nature of our cognitive system, that games actually are the way that human beings learn. So I also think that um, ta- being taken away by the thrill of the game isn't necessarily a bad thing, because the hope there is that you are subconsciously learning things, even though you may not actively think you are. Yeah, so I was thinking about this idea of the addictive nature of games, right? And how um, if you can marry that addictive sense or that feeling of wanting to continue playing, that feeling of wanting to continue exploring with knowledge, then you've really got it made. And I think that that is the the ideal version of what gamifying knowledge could be. Uh, We also have Lee Jun who's sending us a number of, <laughs> sorry, um, my, my pause there was in terms of how to describe it. So sending us a number of memes that are simultaneously candidate and GE related, Shrawat related specifically in some senses, and then all tied to Game of Thrones. Now, I'm just going to take a leap here and say that we could therefore extrapolate that maybe what we're talking about is like a role playing game, which has G- Game of Thrones elements with GE15. I would play that. I just straight went to epic rap battles. I want to see. I want to see epic rap battles between the people that Legion is suggesting. Uh, if they're in character as Game of Thrones characters, even better. I would watch any of that. Yeah, well, because the elements of cosplay, at least in the second one, which you know make uh, reference to, um, I think uh, Baratheon. Which Baratheon are we looking at? Uh, there's Aswan Ali, Azmin, uh, one of the Baratheons. The two who, Baratheons who weren't king, <laughs> who never became king. <laughs> so, no, oh, no spoilers, is it on the show? Okay, but I, I don't know about cosplay. I think uh, one of the things about games is that you play with seriousness, but without the kind of real life consequences. I think that is one of the neat. One of the natures of the game. So people lose, but they never get hurt, or they're not supposed to get hurt and he's in a game scenario where they might actually in real life. So we'd like to hear from you. Are games a good way to relay information or learn things? Uh, we're talking about this because there is a game out, uh, Are You Young Bijak, which aims to address electoral dis and misinformation. We spoke about it earlier. Um, yeah, let us know. Are games a good way to relay information and learn things? Have you learned anything from games? That number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. You can drop us a voice note. Um, our three favourite voice notes today and every other day of this week will receive limited edition GE15 car stickers. So, um, you know, now's the time really if you have a thought to share. So that number to send a voice note to 018-789-8899. Send us a WhatsApp there and tweet us as well at BFM Radio. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.